Welcome to NetFront Presence. I'm Jeff Gordon, Post Dispatch, joined by Blues Beat reporter Jim Thomas in studio. And it's uh, the start of the Marco Scandella era, likely the end of the Jay Bowmeister era. But we were here a week ago not knowing what the future held for Jay Bow. It does seem like everything's on the right path. He had a procedure. to re- He's got a device that's regulating his heartbeat. But likely hockey is, is not a part of his future, at least certainly not in the near term. So the Blues make a trade, and uh, what did Jim Thomas think of the deal? Well, I and you alluded to it today in your column. It, it, it's a it's a stiff price to pay a, a second rounder and a conditional fourth, and uh, uh, he he was traded obviously earlier from uh, from Buffalo to Montreal for just a fourth. But this time of year, it's the price of doing business, especially you have a team that's built from the goaltender out, uh, goaltending and, and defense, and and you have one of your 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 best defensemen. Jay Bowmeister, as you mentioned, probably done, you know, in a, for his career. You had to, you had to do something, and and uh, uh, talk to Marco Scandello uh, today. He was all smiles, uh, and who wouldn't be? Uh, you're you're, uh, you're going to the top of the standings, at least in the Western Conference, and you've you've got a chance to compete for a cup. Now, as uh, Doug Armstrong explained, uh, they know a little bit about Marco. Obviously, during his wild days, the Blues saw a lot of Marco, understood what kind of player he was. Subsequently, he's played for the uh, the Sabers and then briefly for the Canadians this year. But it was mentioned Mike Van Ryn, the assistant coach directing the D-men, has some knowledge of uh, of Marco and working with him. So there was a, a comfort level having seen him a lot and then and having some connection to him that he would be a fit for this group. Yeah, and I think the Mike Van Ryn thing is 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 big from his time. Well, wasn't Van Ryn with uh, with Minnesota? I think he was with him in in Minnesota, and and to have that kind of input. To know that he would be a fit, I think it's going to be a pretty smooth uh, transition. Uh, Baruby all but said he's going to be in the lineup Thursday against Arizona, so he's not going to be uh, sitting on the bench. You got a veteran guy, a guy with a hard shot, uh, a guy that's you know pretty physical. I mean, he's he's, he's not like a mauler or anything, but uh, uh, I, I think he he'll fit in perfectly with what uh, this team wants to do. And you know, it looks like right now because. Uh, if if Carl Gunnarsson needed a wake up call, he he played very well. Yeah, Bobby Orr, all over, all over the ice. Yeah, yeah, four, wheeling and dealing behind the net and yeah. po- posting up in front. And so Baruby was pra- praising Gunnarsson. So I think uh, uh, maybe it's uh, Bartuzzo that's out at least uh, for the short term. And then you have an all uh, 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 left right left right. And and uh, uh, Baruby said uh, he wasn't opposed to uh, to having. Uh, uh, Scandella with with uh, Pareko thought that would be a fit, so that that might be what we we see. He he likes uh, Baruby likes Gunnarsson with Petro, and then you could just go uh, uh, Scandella <laughs> with Pareko, and then uh, uh, Dunn with Falk, and Dunn has played with Falk uh, enough on defense, and uh, and there you go. Mm-hmm. Let's let's head for the uh, stretch run, and you know we we were talking about this before we came on the net front here. Uh, you know, with Gunnarsson's injury history, you, you know, and, and, and Armstrong mentioned it, you're, you're not, not even necessarily worried about this injury or in, in the case of Bomeast or obviously a, a life-threatening uh, incident, but you're, you're worried about the next one. Right, and Craig Brube likes experienced players. We can all try to make the case for Nico. Nico looked oh, good yeah. when oh, he was yeah. up here. Uh, you know, Nico was a, uh, a very good uh, prospect could be an, another Jay Bo Meester type player. Don't know that he'll ever skate as well as Jay Bo did in, in his prime and be the offensive player Jay Bo was in his prime, but maybe a latter day uh, Jay Bo Meester in a sense of a rangy, 
a uh, guy that can clean up a lot around the net, strong on the puck, make the first outlet pass, uh, make the simple plays, would be strong and consistent. Seems like he has all those qualities, but with just a handful of games under his belt and the stretch run upon us, uh, there's no not much appetite from the chief to uh, to lean on the kid. Nor in this case, uh, Armstrong, and that's uh, pretty obvious. They want to win a cup, and they want to try to do it this year, and they're going to do everything that they can to. Uh, uh, to do it, uh, Armstrong knows this window is open, and may- maybe for another couple, three years, and so they're 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 going to go for it. So you have to you have to applaud th- that move. Let me ask you this, Jeff Gordon. Tell me about Sergio Mameso. Yeah. That is the uncle of Scandella. Yeah, the big uh, uh, the big winger, Sergio Mameso. What a uh, what a character during his heyday, and he's subsequently become, uh, I guess, a media darling up north of the border. But uh, Big Surge was uh, a colorful NHL player, sort of a latter-day Perry Turnbull for the people who uh, who remember uh, Percy in his heyday. He was uh, he liked to have fun up and down the wing, uh, could score some goals, could could get into a fight, and then could really enjoy the game after enjoy life afterwards as well. <laughs> just a really uh, just a great guy. Uh-huh. Had a really nice NHL career, and like I said, he's become a bit of a media uh, stalwart. Yeah. But. Uh, Big Surge was uh, fondly remembered during some colorful times for the Blues. Uh, he was your old school, old school big winger. There you go. So you uh, go. yeah, yeah. I mean, and so there's so the there bloodline. There's the bloodline. Sergio to Scandella. Uh, Scandella said he's already talked to Uncle Serge about the uh, yeah. about St. Louis and and the uh, and the Blues. And yeah, he's he's doing some media up in Montreal. And Scandella's from Montreal, and it, it was a dream come true, obviously, to play for the Canadians. Uh, but he got only what it was like twenty games, and, and then he's here. But I, again, he, he he I think he was on the bus on there. They were in Detroit last night. He was on the way to the game. He said, you know, some players will take an Uber or a cab, but he was on the way to the game, and he found out he'd been traded. But these hockey player instincts this time of year, he packed. He said some extra clothes more than he'd need for the mm-hmm. trip because he that trading deadline yeah, veteran I, move i exactly i could get moved so he said he packed a couple extra sweaters and here he is uh, ready for st louis what else can i report about him? lots of tats kind of kind of a chris long look you know our, our good mm-hmm. friend chris long yeah. put lots of tats so that's that's not our generation is it jeff but the, the, no. the, the youth of america now and and uh, even though scandal has been around for for you and i he's still a youth they they, they love the tats now he's more more than likely going to be a rental player. One the conditions of the trade, as far as the fourth round pick, if the uh, Blues did uh, re up uh, Marco, which seems un- unlikely. You know, I wouldn't completely rule it out, but the cap issue is going to be the cap issue right. for next year, and Petro mm-hmm. is going to demand some money, and I do think uh, Alex Petrangelo will stay. Um, so that's kind of kind of doubtful. The other half of it is if 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 they get to the conference final and he plays in half the games on the way, which he would if he was healthy. For sure. sure. Then, yeah, then, then yeah. the fourth round pick, and they would be glad to, if they got to the final four to cough up the extra pick. So what? What, what was it? Seventeen season, sixteen, seventeen, right? The, the Blues and Wild play in the playoffs. Does that sound right? Sixteen, seventeen season. Boy, they blur together for me. And huh? They had a couple of. But uh, I think that's what he said. Game, and yeah. so Scandella, pretty re- he, so he knows a lot of the Blues, and uh, he uh, uh, he said he played. Uh, uh, internationally team Canada he knows Shen he knows Petro he knows Jake Allen from playing for team Canada so I think it'll be a pretty quick fit quick fit a quick fit and I think 
it's important that he he knows what the West is all about in the Central Division. It wasn't that long ago. Well, and here's the thing too: fans are trying to judge uh, this this guy's play, that guy's play. Um, it's when you're coming from. He apparently no. You can talk to speak to how, how he was viewed in, in Buffalo. That team was not good this year. It went from being god awful to not good. And then he goes to Montreal, which has just caught fire and collapsed, you know, into a, in a smoldering ruin. So <laughs> now he's coming to a team that's winning. So you could expect to see a different level of play from a Marcos Candela for the Blues in a structured team that's uh, expecting to has high standards versus a team that can lose four times at the Red Wings as Montreal did. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, visualizing what a smoldering ruin looks like. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound like a good picture, but you know, we talked to our, our friend and colleague, Mike Harrington from uh, Buffalo. And you know, he was with Buffalo two and a half years. He said his first year there, he played very well. And he said his second year, not so well, but he said he, he, I I don't know if he rededicated himself or whatever in the off season said he was playing very well this year. Buffalo had an excess of defensemen. And, and uh, he was surprised, one, that they moved him and they, they moved him so early. Obviously, had, if they had waited uh, till this time of year, you, they, they could have got more of a premium for the guy. But, uh, you know, uh, Harrington's, uh, uh, he's certainly not a cheerleader. And he doesn't sugarcoat things. So he pretty pretty good pretty good review from uh, old Mike there in Buffalo. Yeah, by the way, the, there's been a bit of unrest in, in Buffalo because, you know, they've uh... – They've not really turned this thing around. And they've been trying for no. what seems like a decade, like like Edmonton. And you know what? If by mid-November, if they awarded like the Cup or even the President's Trophy, these last two years, Buffalo has had these great starts, yeah. and, but they only last about five weeks. And then... Oh, it's just not been good for Carter Hutton and really not good for, for the whole organization. The O'Reilly trade was such a devastating blow. Yeah, but that's their problem. Meanwhile, the Blues are trying to... Uh, to look at the rest of their roster now, if we would have a couple weeks ago on the net front, we look at the team, we think, yeah, they're going to add a top six winger. And Doug Armstrong came out and said that he was looking for more scoring punch uh, going back a few more weeks uh, towards uh, maybe towards the holiday when you didn't really know beyond your top four or five guys how much more punch you had. Well, since then, a lot's happened. You know, Vladimir Tarasenko has been getting better. And it looks like he and his cap dollars are going to come back to the team during the uh, the end of the regular season. But also, uh, JT, you're, you know, the Sanford. Zach Sanford comes oh up goodness. and scores. And Robert yeah. Thomas is my goodness. And he's Isn't just he keeps, fun to watch? He just keeps getting better. Yeah, yeah. And I know Cairo is still kind of, you know, he's they're still giving him to us in doses. But when you see Cairo can move the puck, Kind of like Thomas, when you see that you have two guys like that, and Sammy Blay cannot, he doesn't skate like those two, but he can pass the ball mm-hmm. and he can, uh, the ball, the puck, and he, he can maneuver. And uh, it's, uh, I, I liked it, just a little maybe flash of the future. It was just for a, a game and part of a game where they had that kid line out there, yeah. Blay, uh, Thomas, and, uh, and Cairo. But you're right, yeah. Uh, and I think we talked about actually uh, those three guys. Uh, Blay was just coming back that they had to convince maybe Doug Armstrong, hey, you, you don't need to trade for a top six guy. We, we, we got this. And and Sanford obviously has really stepped up. Blay, you know, he was out for a while, and tw- like 12 weeks or 10 weeks, and so uh, it, it took him a while. I, I think he's back. He said the last thing that came back maybe was his uh, his uh, his skating. And, and Cairo, it's just a matter of uh, of uh, Baruby having enough faith in him to, to have him out there playing defense. I think he's doing a little a little better on the on the puck battles but yeah Sanford certainly has 
has made a uh, statement. And even though he hasn't scored these last couple of games, Jeff, he's still playing very well. He's, he's had, had good chances in all oh. this game, winning puck battles. I mean, you wonder, uh, just it was great they had as much patience in him. I would have I would have maybe around November said, okay, I've seen enough. I, I don't know how you felt about it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like he's found a, it's a whole other level. I mean, he'd always had ability. And, you know, he put up numbers in college, put up numbers in the American League, and he's had flashes in the, the NHL. But it just watching him play now, there's just a little uh, half-step more of quickness and con- I guess it's confidence and urgency to his game, and he's, uh, he's on the prowl offensively. He's, he's getting there. He's looking for shots. He's firing pucks on the net. And, uh, and it's just, uh, you know, he, he, it's, it's just it's, it's happened for him. And, and we've, we've talked about it before with bigger guys. That could be a challenge because they've been able to get by with their ranginess, um, like Tage Thompson. You know, you get by with your ranginess. You got a shot, and you're all arms and legs, and you can get your shot off because you can reach around, and you get you know you're bigger than everybody, and and you can you can be effective. Well, you know, Tajay, our friend, had to pick up the pace of his game. Never did. Ends up in the O'Reilly deal. Sanford was we had him ticketed for a similar fate earlier this year. We were ready to make the move here on the net front, but but now you know. Good, so it's unanimous. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know yeah, how yeah, Tom yeah. feels. I was absolutely, but yeah, yeah. At least we, we have were, a majority here. Yeah. yeah, it just seemed like he was doomed to be the extra guy, you know, yeah, to, to be yeah. the odd guy out and to be a trade piece. But yeah, it's all it's it's clicked in. Now he's not going to like Doug says he's not going to score a goal every game, but he may go ten games without a goal. But he's going to in those ten games, he's going to be noticeable. It sure looks like it. It looks like he's he's he's. Uh, He's over the hump, so to speak, and and uh, again, Doug talked about your uh, the the more veteran players, the their valleys aren't that low, and they're closer to their peaks. And you had the up and down because, like you said, every now and then there'd be a, like a three four game stretch where Sanford would maybe score a goal or two or whatever. And go, okay, here it is. But this has been a much more extended stretch of play. I still I like Sammy Blay a lot, and maybe he's no more than a top nine guy, but that's not such a bad thing. And boy, he sure looked good on that 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 fourth line. I mean, with Bobby oh, yeah, Chef yeah. and Sunquist and Sonny. I, we talked about this when we were leaving the game. It doesn't look like he's he's in a lower body injury. I, I don't know what it was. You know, I see him around the, the the locker room and the team buses on the road and everything, and it wasn't like he uh, like the the high ankle he had earlier where he had a you know, a boot on or anything. So I, I don't know if it was a groin injury or so, something like that, but he's not, he's not skating like Sonny, but he'll, he'll, he'll get it back. And then that's, that's, that's a pretty potent line. Yeah. And it was interesting because he talked about the whole block of guys, Barbashev who scores a couple goals against the devils, uh, you know, Sunquist when he's healthy, uh, we saw what he's able to do. And then you, you throw Sanford in that pile. Those guys, if they can be more consistently good, mm-hmm. and at their age and their experience level, and, and having been around the block, and they've done some minor league time, and they've you know they've 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 been through this cycle, they know what a long season feels like now. Uh, these guys, and he says they want he wants that group. He wants to see that whole group uh, emerge. And he says it's one thing for a Robert Thomas to to have some real highs and lows because it's just year two, or Kairu just starting to figure it out, you know, parts of two seasons. Right. Yeah. They're going to have some – they're going to be all over the map at times. But he wants that, that group to, to settle in. And it does. This team's going to have more <laughs> impressive uh, yeah. depth. I mean, yeah. eventually Tyler Bozak goes away. He's got another, what, another year on his contract. And he, he want, these guys will be in that type of a role. With, yeah. with, they went and, out and, and paid big money for Tyler to, to fill that type of a role. 
Uh, no, it seems internally they've got guys who can play. To that yeah, role. and and also Steen, guys that can move into right. that role. And and who knows? Uh, Clem Costin's picked up the pace in terms of his scoring and assist down there. I'm and maybe he's got a chance to 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 make the roster as a power forward. They have an interesting mix of uh, kind of youth and veterans, and and uh, yeah, we're gonna see now and even next year. I think some of these guys the. Uh, uh, 21. You know what? The, you got the Stanford and the Sunquist are 25, still young in their career. I guess Barbashev and Blair are like are like 23. I mean, it's it's time for those guys. And really, I I think the signs have been pretty pretty encouraging so far with with all those guys. Well, I think the the one that the guy that you know, we just talked about a second ago, Robert Thomas. You know, I uh, I he was like a no brainer. He's going to make it really good number two center. That was there's no question this guy's going to be at that level. So you're thinking, okay, maybe um, Peter Zezel, or maybe a little better than Peter Zezel. I think now for old-time Blues fans, now the comparison is uh, is going to seem extreme, but Doug Gilmore. Because wow. uh, Doug became a really good player, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a good defensive player, but he became a very effective offensive player, a huge offensive player. Thomas has that ability. I mean, we know he's got a feel for the game, the passes he makes, the sense of anticipation – most guys don't have that. Man, but I'm telling you, his edge work, his ability to do those quick turns and burst to, cre- to create mm-hmm, space for himself mm-hmm, and opportunities, mm-hmm. to yeah, gain yeah, a yeah, zone, yeah. to hold the puck, to create space to pass him within his zone, doubling back behind the net, circling out of the corner, all the places where you're normally trapped. He gets out of those traps. Yeah. He can beat guys he's one-on-one so, all day. He's so much better in one year's time in his kind of his puck possession, not mm-hmm. getting knocked off pucks and he could still get a little better but he's he and Kyra both they so much want to be good I mean they're they're not lazy players at all I was talking to Thomas uh, uh, earlier this week and he said hey I, I still I still got to work on my defense so they they know what they've got to do to get better and it's refreshing to because <laughs> Gordo remember when you were 20 and 21 I I don't think I would have been that diligent I don't know well no that's his makeup is is really important the guys he's you know come up with he's trained with the kachucks and now you know, he's he's an extra kachuk he's part of the family now uh he's still living over there in yeah, the basement well, why, why wouldn't you <laughs> what a sweet deal right i assume yeah he's and it, it sounds like big walt likes him better than his son so yeah <laughs> well, why, why wouldn't you he say that? of course he had to fight his sons for uh, 20 years while they're in the house <laughs> 18 19 years and then of yeah. constant mayhem yeah yeah violent competition <laughs> but uh so yeah but but you look at him and it's um Ah, it's there's there's really it, it, there's something there. There's a spark there, and man, to to have a guy like that and how he can make everybody else better. And you know he's a good player before the game, during the after the skate uh, yesterday. I would say by chief standards, lavish praise for Robert Thomas. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, he uh, which doesn't come easily for the no, chief not from player. the chief, not from the chief. No, no, he. Even last night, he tried to act like he wasn't relieved uh, to, to to finally win a game. That's that's the uh, uh, that's the chief. And what a a high compliment to put him up there uh, with Perron. You know, I mean, and Sanford, uh, who's been the hottest player. I mean, that's that shows the confidence. And you're right, the the uh, the chief does not like to. He'd rather not play the younger guys. So no, he's gonna. You have to earn it with them. That's how it was. I mean, you're talking about a guy that earned his role in the NHL, one of the toughest, most feared, respected guys in the league, and had a hell of a long career. Uh, but he had to earn every bit of it. 
and it's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. You look around some teams that never seem to get it, like Buffalo, right? And, you right. know, and Edmonton, where they've had guys, and it's like, yeah, it's it's tough business. And the Chiefs, on you know, no nonsense, and and these young guys, what a what a benefit for all the guys we've talked about to be able to be in a winning organization that caught fire, won a cup. And had guys like O'Reilly and Petrangelo and Bo Meester mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. as uh, as mentors. Well, and th- another thing about Steen, I, I, excuse me, Thomas, which I think gets to you were kind of alluding to maybe there's some it factor with Thomas intangibles. Everywhere he goes, they win. I mean, he was in the Memorial Cup mm-hmm. uh, last year, and uh, or t- what three three years ago, I guess it was, and uh, and then then he comes his rookie year in the. Uh, in the uh, NHL, and he wins a Stanley Cup. So, so something about that—the the winning edge, the the intangible—and and, and uh, he he's got that. Now, interesting to hear what you say. I a lot of people saying, "Well, the boy, the the Blues, if they can st- still get more scoring, I I'm more worried about the the, the defense. I, I think they have enough scoring. I don't know. Do you think they need to find some more goals? I oh, mean, ideally, I, yeah. yeah. I think they've been to say they've been snake bit was an understatement. They should have had ten goals uh, against uh, Louis Domingue, who was just did a, a <laughs> level best to keep uh, a really overmatched uh, Devils team in that game. And not not a good goalie by by the no, numbers. No, and we we were kind of looking at each other during the game, like, what, what did Marty Brodeur but, come out of retirement? But here? things What's are happening. On? Like Jordan Cairo, who's just had been the most unlucky guy in the world. He walks in. He beats uh, Louis. Louis is he, he hits the knob of his stick. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. what are the odds of that? Everything else is open. The top from the the whole side of the net's open. Bar down to the ice. Plenty of room between Louis and uh, and the post. And he and hits the, the knob of the stick. It's pretty hard to do. And I don't even really think it was just an accident that it hit the stick. I don't think Louis really had much. Was like, oh yeah, I'll get it with the knob. No, I just think it hit it. And he's thinking to himself, God, you know. Yeah. Or the one. I remember the one by Petro. It flies up in the air. He yeah. just gets a piece of his shoulder on it. Louis has no idea where it is. So here's the thing, though. I think I think what you guys need to go back to Jane Schwartz with. You know, he he's good for what about one really good solid um, chit chat. Um, a uh, month where you just you know before yeah, like just after a practice whatever yeah he not too often yeah, yeah so he guys yeah. he talks to you guys chats yeah. you guys up yeah you're getting good stuff and he goes out he actually scores a goal yeah he he's finally breaks the curse because he's uh-huh. just been yeah. going nuts oh my god for for yeah the the amount of chances he's yeah. had and for not going in i liked yeah. his reaction like yeah <laughs> finally you know he wasn't like he's was like huh was not a celly at no, all. I was like, ah. was, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It Does it really have to be this hard? Definitely the picture of uh, picture of uh, relief, and and you got you know some of the top guys have slowed down a little bit, but you know Blues fans, would you feel better if we gave like uh, uh, two of those uh, Sanford goals in the four goal game to Perron or what have you? Perron to me and O'Reilly a little bit. They look a little tired. I think. Having the All Star Game in St. Louis probably was a little tiring for them. And well, yeah, and they didn't—they weren't particularly good in that game, and they haven't been particularly good uh, since then. I and mean, all—all all of these things that we've talked about, the potential for a hangover from all the hockey they played last year in the short summer, and all the celebration, and, the, and it's just getting that beer out of their system probably <laughs> took like six weeks. You had, to, you had to really sweat, sweat a lot oh, to get it out. I got out of the system. I'm guessing they—they they still kept it up pretty good over the summer when you're having a party. And you got the cup there. You're not yeah, just you got, gonna sip iced tea. I mean, no, no, you're not gonna have 
you're not going to have a lemonade or no, anything. No, just... no. no, I can't. What, what was the local, what was it Thursday night? You just reminded me, I can't get that picture of uh, David Perron acting like he was going to be, uh, what do they call those male dancers? A Chippendale. Yeah, remember that, yeah. Remember that oh, shot? Yeah, that sure. was, uh, uh, it was one of these local water. It, it all adds up to fatigue this time of year. He did a lot of dancing <laughs> and, you know, I mean, didn't conserve energy after they uh, won. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and all that dancing, you know, it's a lot of stress on the yeah, hammies. You got to go. keep those hammies strong. You know, so they're all they're all still kind of feeling. Now, I just say the other thing is we, I would say there's things they can do. Now, Tom Timmerman, politest guy on earth, was firmly suggesting to Ryan O'Reilly that perhaps he could shoot more yesterday. So that shows you there could be an issue there. Yeah, when, well, when just, Tommy's getting on Well, bit. I mean, he's got about half as many shots on goal as, yeah. as he's had in the past. Yeah, it's right? unbelievable, yeah. So he's going to have to, I mean, I understand, like, and he was talking about, well, you know, sometimes you get caught, you're being trying to be a playmaker. No, no. You throw some pucks at the net, dude. You're always around there. Just keep throwing stuff in there. Yeah. And get get your bank shots, your cheap goals. You they know, count. Take some garbage. They're, they're line driving the box score, right? No, he did have a nice redirection, and he actually shot the puck on goal later in the game, which, uh, you know, <laughs> another member of the media corps jumped out of his seat. when the, It was the darndest thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the fact that he hasn't shot as much is the, is the darndest thing. It, it almost makes you wonder, God, has he has got a wrist issue or something? But he doesn't. Uh, and uh, I, I part of that, I think maybe – uh, Perron's been not maybe not so much lately, but it's been hot for maybe deferring to Perron. But uh, Ryan, go ahead, shoot the puck. So all of this is a way of saying that. Well, I I, I agree with you. I think they have enough parts to, to be good offensively. Yeah, you need to get your uh, power play going again. Yeah, your second yeah. units at times looked a lot better than the first one, but which is okay because you need it need all your guys you think our guy jordan now uh, bennington is he going to be okay a couple strong games I'd yeah say better you know i mean he's gonna you know my theory is right when the justin bieber stuff came out that's when the slump started is this the curse of justin bieber it's almost yeah. the exact same time the beginning of january maybe he's just haunted by i mean yeah he won the consecutive save uh, contest there at the all-star game but that bieber mask could yeah. have been could, could still be like waking could. up in the middle of the night seeing that yeah could could be, and we we've seen Instagram of uh, Beaver's been practicing. He's yeah. been working. This been he's been haunted by because he knows if he gets clowned by Beaver, Beaver's never going to let up. No. He'll just torment him on social we'll media the rest, of his, rest, career. rest yeah, of his yeah. life. Because it could come up during a game too, <laughs> from, from guys. Because <laughs> he's always out there getting in people's faces. I mean, if he has a yes, he is. Our 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 boy yeah. Jordan has a I don't know a, he has a, like a defenseman mentality or a power forward or whatever. But he needed that win. Because I'm sure he was after the Nashville game, which they should have got at least a point from, and he knows he wants that Kyle Turris save. He wants that. Yes. He wants to yes. get the game into the three-on-three, three and yeah. he didn't get it. And, and that's that's life in the NHL. But he mentally tough guy, and he came back. And yeah. All right. And and we know Jordan. Uh, he uh, he likes his stats, so he 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 liked the, he liked getting the goose egg there. Not quite to the degree of Sean Landetta. The, the, the Rams had just lost like 42 to 7, and he'd be right in there asking, you know, and it is, what was it? Uh, the locker room would be a smoldering rune, as you yeah. called it earlier. Typically, yeah. Yeah, and you're right in the locker room, and he's asking like Tony Wiley for the stat sheet. What? A punter needs to look at his stat sheet? Yeah, so, how many inside the 20 did I get? You know, yeah, I yeah. So, anyway, so uh, that was good. I'm sure Jordan Bennington slept much better last night knowing he put a goose egg up with a lot of help from the defense, obviously. All right, as we wind up this edition of Netfront Presence, JT, the team, uh, it doesn't get easier. Arizona, a team that's fighting to get in the playoffs. Well, you go to Dallas, a team that's fighting you for the division lead. Yeah. And Minnesota's a team that's in uh, bail mode. You know, they're going to be guys skating around with price tags on their helmets. 
on, on Sunday. But uh, the next, next, next couple, I mean, again, guys packing extra sweaters, yeah, like Scandella, the whole team. Right? Yes, they're all going to be prepared to move. Yeah. So, but still, the next two are tough, and and yeah, they've had a couple of good performances in a row. Performances that have been really solid, controlled the shots, controlled possession, good goaltending. Um, but now you got to build, build on it. Yeah, get get a little momentum, boy. And you, you're playing Dallas twice in like what eight days, seven days. Those those are big game, boys. Uh, Dallas plays that tight defense. Yeah. They don't score a lot, and I don't think they're going away. No, they're they're uh, they're hard to play. They'll be physical games. You know? And Jamie Ben always gets excited to see somebody wearing a blue note. <laughs> yeah, and they're uh, uh, you know. You talk about revenge factor, double overtime, Pat Maroon. Otherwise, it might be Dallas moving on to the cup. So they, they, they want to get the blue note. There's no doubt about it. Think about that. And, you know, it's, and I hope that it's going well for Jim Montgomery. But here's a guy that knows he came within an inch of playing for the cup. And his heart, he knows that, well, if the Blues could beat the Bruins, we could have beat the Bruins. And now he's out of coaching. He's dealing with his issues. And it's just how cruel. And all those guys, I mean, those Sagan and Ben have been at this for a long time. And yes. they, they know an inch away, and, and maybe yeah. they're the ones having the problem. The hockey gods. Sometimes yeah. they smile on you, sometimes they frown upon you. Yeah, Blues fans know all about that. Uh, it's Jim Thomas. I'm Jeff Gordon. This has been Net Front Presence. A reminder that all of our uh, podcasts are available. I've, tr- I've tried this. You type in stltoday.com slash podcast, and it will pop up. Also, we have a new uh, podcast player that uh, we like a lot. But if for some reason you've been following us and uh, or you know of somebody who's been following us and can't follow us anymore and not getting us uh, the feed, then uh, just go back in, subscribe again, and uh, you should be good to go. So let people know about that. Also, our digital subscriptions. We have a Cardinal special for the entirety of the season, which will be a good deal. And we got tons and tons of baseball stuff in between hockey games to to put in. So keep all that in mind. Uh, Until next time, for Jim Thomas, I'm Jeff Gordon. This has been Net Front Presence. See ya.